This is Jeanette Marie with I Can't Afford Therapy, Season 1, Episode 1. Lovely topic is, and with this podcast I say I do. I'm using this outlet, hence the title, I Cannot, I Can't Afford Therapy. I just recently received a bill of 400 and something dollars in which my insurance said they'd cover and I'm more mad than anything because I didn't want to do the therapy to begin with. I'll be quite honest, I don't feel a therapist can truly give you a instantaneous, and I don't cut me off before I finish. I know it's not supposed to give you an instant gratification. You're supposed to work up towards it. But when you are feeling deep down and pretty shitty about yourself, you do need something that might be instantaneous to rectify the situation or rationalize it. So when you deal with a therapist, they have to break down all of these layers that go through how do we get to this point. And I felt that by doing so, it would actually cause a lot of disruption, that you'd have to relive certain things that are trauma-based. And I know that part of healing is, is to divulge that and release that and move on from it, but everybody's different. Some of the things that I've gotten over is truly living through the experience and being self-aware. I'm probably far and few between many people that can say fall into that scenario, but um, I do feel like my sister, I love you, Jennifer. My mom, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people who are going to argue and say that that's a crack of shit. But what if all along, maybe I was right and maybe I just didn't understand the way my thoughts uh, were processing. Or maybe I put myself into predicaments because I had to learn the life lesson. Or what if all of these things had to happen because they were meant for me? I'm not going to get too deep and philosophical if that's the right reference. <laughs> with any of it, but I guess um, my point is I need an outlet. I do think it's healthy to talk about your feelings, and I do think it's important to be able to do so in a way that you get constructive criticism. Um, I am my own toughest critic, and I found myself truly like being my worst enemy because I could not um, acknowledge why I would do something stupid or why didn't I listen to my gut that I knew better, or I saw somebody for their true color, or I, I gave the benefit of the doubt. Whatever the case was, I have evolved through time. And um, some, sometimes I think I did it at other people's expense. And um, with that, I, I probably learned a lesson a few times over in a really harsh way that either ruined things for me financially, mentally, emotionally, physically, whatever. But with all that being said, I don't want to go back to wherever that place was or is for anyone. And um, so I really want to use this outlet to continue my personal growth beyond what I couldn't get past the therapy that costs me $425 yet to be paid. So my journey, my journey, let's start. 17 years uh, was my relationship with my ex. I met him in, 
2003. I had just turned, uh, well, I was almost turning 19 when I met him. And he, my senior of 14 years. Uh, so I turned 19 in June and he turned 33 in July. And at the time that I met him, I felt, I, I was actually talking to another guy. He was Greek, he owned a restaurant. I think he, uh, I think everything about him that's, you know, head to toe was very nice. Um, but I was confused. And I say that now, I mean, looking at it now, I was actually acknowledging. <laughs> I was telling myself, done. You're going to make a stupid decision and you're not going to get yourself out of it. And once you go in, you have to own it. And I say that because the guy that I was talking to with my ex, um, again, not dating anyone, you know, just seeing them both. And I didn't like how the Greek guy kissed me. That was it. And it was really shallow of me, but I think I actually was denying the fact that he genuinely liked me and I was scared. And I say that now because I, I can recognize the difference in, in having dated in, in the past years that I've been single. And I now realize, well, he liked me and my ex liked it when I chased him and I liked the chase. Um, uh, <laughs> oh my God, I just had an epiphany. I sound like Taylor Swift. That's okay, I'm not gonna hate on her. But I'll leave it as that. So I um, quickly adapted into the role of whatever he needed me to be and that was a mother to his children and the lack of ambition and direction that he had in his life. He was divorced, still going through divorce. His children were living with his ex he was living with his mother and he was made to be like a piece of shit. His ex-wife dictated and controlled so many things and that was her form of manipulation because she was an addict. I think using heroin, but it just made me touch the surface and I just freshly lost my cousin just the night of my birthday that I turned 19, that night that I turned 19, I lost my cousin, Nicholas Joseph, Nicholas James, Joseph James. She's my guy, bro. Um, I'm stuttering because I don't want to be emotional. So I'm forgetful at the moment. But my cousin Nick, he died that night of a drug overdose and I left him with a friend of ours and was rushing home to get to my ex. I wanted to talk to him on the phone. And I look back at it now how much I, I know I can't change the past and I can't bring him back, but it puts things in perspective to me how important family is because I was devastated at not having seen it coming. He was hiding his use and he just got some bad, bad shit. 
And I know now he didn't. I mean, I knew that he never meant to hurt anyone or hurt himself. But it uh, it is what it is. So fast forward all these things. I'm dealing with, you know, all of these emotions. And how I knew I kind of forked up. And I stuck by my ex's side. And I chased him and chased him. I had a lot of good friends around me telling me that I was maybe potentially making a wrong decision or to really outweigh all of these huge life-altering choices that I was about to make. And I needed to prove everyone wrong, that I was as smart as I felt I was, as strong as I knew I could be, and what I was capable of proving to someone that really didn't want me. He liked all the perks that came with it. My tight ass, my nice perky tits, my teeth a lot whiter, my skin a little bit nicer. But that's all right. All of those things have brought me where I am today, which is I feel using this outlet to help service other people in a humorous manner, a free platform for myself to express a lot of things, and the platform for what might be my forever or until the next best thing. <laughs> but whenever you say I do, just remember it doesn't mean forever, but it doesn't have to be negative either. I don't regret my past. I'm just looking forward to my future. Ciao. See you on the next episode.